welcome back. It's Alana Banana. I'm trying something a little different this morning. Well, it's morning where I am. The sun is rising. I'm up very early, earlier than our little lady. And even though when my alarm went off, I did not want to get out of bed, I thought about Miss Mary, or Mary Arden Gorman, my friend, the creator and founder of Love Bug and Me Music, who talked about the golden hour. Now, I used to get up very, very early when I was immersed in my yoga teacher training. I would get up around 4 a.m., meditate for an hour, and and use the time to really open myself up to the energy that is present at this time when the world is quiet, when nothing's going on. The yogis call it the ambrosial hour. Now, it's not quite 4 a.m., <laughs> but I thought I would do a solo episode today and talk about something that a good friend of mine brought up last night. Eric and I were having a conversation with him. His name is Darren Lurie, and he is a friend, also the co-creator of the Atlanta Banana Show. He is the writer and director of our videos we have on YouTube, and also co-writes songs with us at times. He's a great writer. He has amazing ideas, I have to say. And he was bring he brought up the idea of regret versus opportunity, and I thought this was such an interesting topic and something that I would share. I think we all have had a regret in our life, things that didn't work out. And then eventually it really ended up being an opportunity, maybe just for growth in and of itself, a learning process, but also opening up our world in a way that we might have never pictured it. Now, in thinking about this topic, I wanted to share because I think we've all experienced this, right? And in thinking about things that have happened in my life, Maybe you could think about things in your life that have shifted because of something you regretted not happening, but then became something you were very happy about eventually. I think the biggest one that I, the biggest one recently that I spoke about in my first episode is, of course, our fostering. Becoming a mother in this way, creating a family in this way, was not the way I had planned. I go into it course, in more detail in my first episode. So you can listen if you haven't to that. I used to say it was unfortunate that our IVF cycles didn't work out. And now I've shifted that. And I say, it's fortunate it didn't work out because I never would have met our sweet girl who is asleep, hopefully for a while (laughs) in the other room. Now, sleep. Hmm. I'm regretting not sleeping a lot (laughs) these days. But at the same time, the opportunity to get up early, have some time to myself is huge. It's so important as a mama, as a parent. I'm sure you can relate if you have little ones at home. Having some solo time just reminds you of who you are again and who you're becoming. Now, when thinking about regret versus opportunity, it really goes back to the beginning for me with my name, Alana My dad had a friend growing up in Texas named Alana. He liked the name. This is the story I hear anyway. And when they had me, they loved the name and wanted to name me Alana. Now, you might call me Alana, 
most people do. <laughs> Growing up in California, that's that's pretty much how it's pronounced here. I have met a few other Alanas in my life, but they're either Canadian or Australian. And I always get very excited when I meet another Alana. It never bothers me when people say Alana, just so you know. But as a kid, I really did not like my name. And my nickname, of course, is Alana Banana, but it didn't start out as Alana Banana. It started out as Lanny, L-A-N-I. And I heard that Lanny was created because there were two Alanas in my preschool. Now, I'm thinking probably an Alana and an Alana. I know, it's a little confusing. But my name was Lanny growing up. And I always told my parents I never really liked my name. And my dad said, someday you will like it. It's unique. Someday you will like it. But at that age, uh, I regretted that my name was Alana. Oh, <laughs> my poor little Lanny self. <laughs> well, around seven, I decided uh, I don't want to be Lanny anymore. I'm going to be Alana. And so I shifted it. I, I embraced my name. And then the Alana banana started, which I liked. I thought it was silly. It actually started with my best friend's mom. My best friend growing up, Ashley, her mom would call me Alana banana. And I thought it was funny. And then it just kind of bloomed from there. I still have a few old, old school friends that call me Lanny. Uh, you could call me that if you want. <laughs> I don't mind. But in embracing my name as an adult, I created the Alana banana show. I created children's music around my name and and that's become an opportunity for me and i guess an opportunity for joy for inspiration for new music to flow through me in this way by using alana banana so that's pretty fun i always always loved to sing i was always putting on shows my dad turned our garage into a writing studio for him he's a writer but also built a stage for my sister and I to dance on and we would, you know, perform out there for hours on our own. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was 20 that I decided to step into music as a full-time pursuit. So here's where another part of regret comes in. All through my 20s, I aspired to get a record deal, tour the world, and become a star in that way. I did create a band. That's how I met my husband in my early 20s. I was looking for a guitar player. The bass player I was working with went to college with him and he showed up. I remember the first time I met Eric was at a rehearsal studio in North Hollywood, California, Nightingale Rehearsal Studios. I had a boyfriend at the time. He had a girlfriend at the time and he showed up and I remember thinking, damn, he's a good guitar player. He was really good. And I knew I wanted to play music with him. Did I have any idea that he would become my husband someday? No, not at all. I liked him as a person. I thought he was super talented, but never in a million years did I consider or think, oh yeah, he's going to be my husband today. Probably because I was already in a relationship <laughs> and he was as well, but it just didn't cross my mind. So going back to music, at that time, there were still A&R reps. I guess there still are for major labels, but people weren't necessarily, as far as I knew, putting all of their stuff out on their own. You know, the internet was just getting going and websites were just being created. This was the late 90s. I was 
putting my power outside of myself, like, oh, someone else is going to make this happen for me. Someone else is going to make this happen for me. And it didn't happen. I think, I feel like looking back, there was a lot of ego involved. I think when we're young, that happens. I mean, even when we're older, but we all have an ego. I love to perform. I'm a Leo. (laughs) I love the spotlight. Although I do have a, a Libra rising. Now, I don't know the whole language of astrology, but I know that that balances me out a little bit, the Libra rising, because it's a balance sign. And after getting tired of playing clubs and working in the restaurant industry in my late 20s, I decided to move to New York. I had a good friend, one that calls me Lanny still, said, come to New York, Lanny. It's fun out here. And I had some other friends living out there and I decided, yeah, why not? I can do it. I was house sitting at the time, taking care of friends' animals. Um, So hopping around, house hopping, and I could save some money for a few months on rent and decided to go to New York. And out in New York, I continued to write music. I continued to take lots of dance classes. There's, of course, so many out there. And I was very inspired to dance in New York, not for any other reason, but just for myself, which fulfilled me. But I started to really think about, is this really the life I want to live? Do I really want to keep striving so hard to get a record deal and all of that? And I didn't, but I felt really lost. So after two years, I came home and that's when I got really into my yoga practice. That's also when my relationship with Eric changed. So we've been bandmates for seven years. We'd both been in a few different serious relationships but continue to stay friends throughout it all. And when I moved home from New York, something shifted. Now, I guess a little backstory. A few years prior to that, he did tell me that he had feelings for me. Once my long-term relationship ended, he said he just had to share with me that he had feelings for me. And I was surprised. I, I didn't see him in that light, even though I loved him as a person. But I think he, he planted that seed definitely for what blossomed later and what came about later for us. So moving back to LA, I had a lot of regret of letting go of that dream of becoming a singer that would tour the world. And I went inward, dove into my meditation practice, and I guess it was a dismantling of some sorts, dismantling of the way I thought my life would go, I really had no idea. But at that time, all my friends, a lot of my friends started having children. And I didn't want to be in the restaurant industry anymore. So I built up my massage therapy practice again. I'd gone to school in Los Angeles for that while working at Kate Mantellini, the restaurant in Beverly Hills. And I decided to just get into my massage practice again and help my friends with their kids. Now, being with children, as you know, there are little lights in the world. They are present. And I was focused so much on yoga and being present that it really went hand in hand with hanging out with children. I had sadness for this life that I had thought that I wanted my whole life that left. But then this new opportunity was growing that I really had no idea about at the time. I was just in it. I think that happens a lot, right? We don't understand why it's happening, when it's happening, but later we can look back and think, oh yeah, that's how it got started. Or, oh yeah, I can't believe I didn't see that then. So hanging out with children, started writing silly songs. A friend of mine said, you should just make children's music. And 
I said, no, no, I kind of fought it for a while internally. I was like, nah, that's not what I want to do. I have no idea what direction I want to go in, but I don't know about that. It was that little voice inside that just kept knocking, knocking on my heart, knocking at my my door saying, mm, maybe you should, maybe you should. This is easy. Now, here's another thing. I think so many times we think it has to be hard. We think we have to work really hard to make our dreams happen. And what I'm really learning and discovering as I go is that it doesn't have to be hard. Why can't it be easy? It's a mindset shift. It's a perspective shift. Why can't it be easy? Think about that for a minute. Is there something that you love? If it's something you love in your life, it should be easy. So I decided maybe I will. People have been calling me Atlanta Banana for most of my life. Maybe I'll just create the Atlanta Banana Band. That's how it started. Let's create the Atlanta Banana Band. And once I really said yes, everything opened up. I felt it in my body. I felt a huge shift. I felt super inspired again. So here's my opportunity. I let go of this old belief around what I thought I wanted my life to be. And I opened up to this new possibility. At the time, Eric and I had gotten together. We've been together for a little while. And that's another one. That's a huge thing in my life that happened that I did not expect. But then we looked at each other and we're like, you're one of my best friends. And we had this chemistry and this music, this love of music and it just grew from there. Now, it wasn't always easy. We did break up before we got married. <laughs> I think that happens a lot too as well. You're figuring it out. Am I really going to spend the rest of my life with this person? We got to work some stuff out first. So that's what we did. We got married in 2011. And I can't imagine not sharing my life and this journey with anyone else. So along with my fostering journey, my marriage is the huge opportunity that came about that I had no idea years prior. Well, the Atlanta Banana Band eventually turned into the Atlanta Banana Show, thanks to our good friend, Darren Lurie. I used to help with his son when he was little, and I even wrote a song with him when he was five years old. His son is musical as well, and I would bring my guitar over and play some chords and say, hey, Jackson, why don't you... Uh, why don't you sing something to it? And we wrote the song Silly Monkey together. And it's awesome. I love the child's mind. As an adult, as a grown up, we think so logically sometimes. And as kids, they just go with their imagination full out. And I really believe that working with children, hanging out with children, being with children, it keeps me so young. And I'm so grateful to them for that. So back to the song with Jackson, I started playing these chords and he started singing monkey, monkey, maybe not those exact notes, but pretty similar. I have an old recording on my phone, pretty similar. And he starts singing about this monkey swinging from the trees and then these pirates come and so I was like, this is great. This is great, Jackson. Okay, I'm going to go home and write this song. And we'll, we, and then we'll have this song that we wrote together. So I go home, I work on the song, and I start thinking logically about, okay, well, there's a monkey at the zoo and how it can all go down. I bring it back to him. He's my, co my five-year-old co-writing partner at this time. I bring it back to him and he says, um, wait a minute. What, what about the pirates? What about the pirates? And I thought, oh, yeah, 
oh yeah, you wrote about some pirates. Okay. Okay. Let me go back. Let me go back (laughs) to my writing session. So I went back and I brought in the pirates and it's so random, but so great. And after that, he was, he was happy with the song. And so Silly Monkey was born. And then Silly Monkey Productions was were, was born. There's so many things when we can just ah, embrace the changes in our lives and go with the flow and get out of our heads, get out of our egos. I know it's hard sometimes, but there's really magic on the other side. Even just talking about it right now, it's so inspiring to me. And I'm really excited about the new things that show up. So I invite you to look at some things in your life. What are some things that you regret, that you regretted, but turned into huge opportunities for you? And even now, are there things in your life that aren't working out the way you like or the way you'd hoped? And maybe you can just trust that, okay, I might not know why this is going down the way it's going down right now, but I know there's something bigger, something bigger at play here that is going to come into my life and enhance my life in some way. I'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening today. I hear some stirring in the house, so I'm going to get up and go snuggle my girl and my husband and be grateful for this new day together. Well, I definitely had the roll out of bed, sit in front of a microphone and press record sound to my voice in this episode, (laughs) but I kept it because I thought I'd just keep it real. I did stretch a little before I started the episode. I didn't take a cold shower, which is what I used to do when I was doing my yoga training and getting up and meditating at 4am. So crazy, but that's just what I was doing at that time. You know, there are supposedly all of these health benefits to doing that. And one benefit is you don't need caffeine when you hop into a cold shower first thing in the morning. (laughs) I don't do that anymore. I definitely prefer comfort these days. So since I shared the story about our Silly Monkey song, I'm going to end this episode today with the final recorded version of Silly Monkey, which will be released as a single soon, wherever you listen to music online. You can search under the Alana Banana Show, and that's also where you'll find all of our videos on YouTube. We're releasing new music videos and playlists every month, so be sure to subscribe there if you've got little ones running around your house. Now mine is starting to run and climbing on everything these days, and also really getting down during our dance parties. It is so fun to watch. It's so cute. If you like this episode, please rate and review it. You know, the more we get of those, the more the show gets out there into the world, and I so appreciate you taking the time. I'd love your feedback too. And just to connect. So follow me on Instagram at the Alana banana show. Thank you again for taking the time to listen today. I hope you enjoy this silly song about a silly monkey. Talk to you soon.